in the past few weeks, we were talking about that foundation matters. That foundation matters. How we build our life on this right foundation really matters. And uh, if, if something is wrong with the building, we can change it anytime. But if the, the problem is with the foundation, we have to reestablish the entire foundation from scratch again. So the way we build our life with God, the way we build our, this Christianity life with God, is really matters. In the past few weeks, we were trying to talk about the issues of the heart. Last week, we talked about we talked about grace. We talked about salvation. We talked about how those things are really important. And especially when we were talking about in the past two weeks about the importance of grace, because for Christians, it almost feels like uh, we start this journey in leaning on God, but we try to continue that on our own accord, on our own strength and force. And that's not how we should be. We should be leaning to Jesus Christ. This morning, I was um, um, teaching the, the younger um, families of uh, the church. And uh, it completely kind of shifted what I wanted to talk about today. And uh, I'm going to be speaking on a topic, uh, character matters. We're still talking about foundation matters, but today's subject is character matters. If you can all go to Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 13. If you can all go to Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 13. I'm going to use the NIV to read it, uh, but uh, here and then I will mix uh, with the uh, ESV as I continue the teaching. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 13. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our, our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through this he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption in the world, caused by evil desires for this very reason make every effort can you say make every effort can you say make every effort great um, to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge to knowledge self-control to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love for if you possess these qualities in increased measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, verse 10, my brothers and sisters, make every effort. Can you say every effort? To confirm your calling and election, for if you do these things, you will never stumble, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Verse 12. So, I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body. Let's pray quickly. Father, we pray that you will speak to us through your word, that your word be revealed to our spirit and our soul, so we might know, not only know, also practice what we learn today. Change our lives, and we also pray for those who are going to be watching this through different mediums. I pray that you will speak to them as well. Change our lives through your word. We trust our time and this moment into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So uh, this chapter 
basically can be summoned like character matters. Character matters. Characters display God, who God is, God's character in, 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 into the people. So we've talked about spiritual gifts before. We talked about what God can do through us, his power and his grace. Now, not, this is about not receiving what he can do in us. It's about showing what he has done in our lives. Yes, the grace of God has come into our life to change us and, and to save us and to heal us and restore us. But it also has taught us and changed us from inside out to the, fact, to the point that people can see this being displayed in our lives. Um, it's like having the right tool. It's like having the right tool to serve uh, God's purpose. And verse 3, he says, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him. He said, because now we know him, not, not knowledge like we have information of him, because the fact that we now know him, we have this relationship, we have this intimacy with God, we have received a power, a power for everything we need. Another translation says to life and godliness. We have everything in, to life and to godliness. He provides anything pertaining to life and to godliness. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. See, sometimes uh, doing stuff is not what matters. Having the right tools in our box really matters. And he's telling us, he has given us what we need to produce these godly characters. Spiritual character or uh, character, producing character is a spiritual growth. Once spiritual growth is measured by his or her ability to have the right characteristics of the word of God. Uh, I think at the end of the summer, there was this tree in our backyard uh, that uh, dried up. Like, you know, it dried up when we moved in. And my neighbor told me it just happened last summer. It's just out of the blue, uh, the tree started drying up. And he said, it must have been some kind of disease. Um, and I said, okay, we're going to cut it. He said, yeah, yeah, you should cut it. It's not going to grow. So um, me and my father came together. We were like, you know, one day, let's chop this tree down. And we brought um, saw. And we brought a woodcutter. And we're going at it. Like, you know, and making huge noise. We have machines that are making. It's a woodcutter, which is, which is literally like, it only allows you to cut this much. And we didn't go deep into the tree. And we're making this commotion, this noise. Me and my father just going at it. Like, you know, keep going, keep going. Like, you know, using the saw to get there. And we, we barely cutting the tree. So I think my neighbor heard the commotion. And he came out and see what we were doing. Uh, as soon as he saw us, he ran back and came back with the chainsaw. He said, I think you guys might need this one. You guys might need this one to finish the job. You're we like, you know, yeah, yeah, sure. And we took it, we plugged it with electrical chainsaw, bra. It didn't take us two minutes to cut that tree. Within two minutes, it was down, and we were chopping it off with the same chainsaw. What made the difference is not our willingness to work. What made the difference is not our desire to make to get the job done. It's having the right tool. And when, what the Bible is telling us right here is he has given you the tool, the right tool to have, for, uh, to have a godly life. To have the godly character. He has given you what it takes. Namely, he has given us the Holy Spirit. Amen? 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 I want us to think about this for a second. We all know we are saved now. We all know the grace of God is helping us in our life. So where do we go from here is the question. We can't just be 
stagnant where we are. We can't just be, oh, let's get together, sing Kumbaya, and everything is going to be okay. No, there's got to be more than where we are right now. And that is spiritual growth. And spiritual growth is developing characteristics. And it is a word. Verse 8. If these qualities are yours and are increasing, if these qualities, if these characters are yours, if you have the things that I just mentioned, Peter says, and if they are continually increasing in your life, they will keep you from being useless or unfruitful. Another translation says, ineffective and unproductive in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, we know Jesus Christ because of this knowledge, remember? It's not just having information, it's about intimacy with him. Because of this knowledge of us with Christ, God has provided everything we need. Everything we need, he has given us. But if we are not having these qualities, and if we are not increasing them, what happened is we became useless, unfruitful, ineffective, and unproductive, even though we have the knowledge of Jesus Christ. What it means is, it's like, you know Christ, you've been with Christ for 20 years, but you still are like a baby. You're useless. You can't, you can't be doing anything else. You still need support. You're ineffective and you walk with that, with God. Unless there is this growth, characters being developed in our lives, there is no spiritual maturity. Amen? Amen? Spiritual maturity is not prophesying. Spiritual maturity is not knowing the word of God and knowing the different verses. Spiritual maturity is literally developing the characteristics mentioned in this verse. Developing these characters and having them in our lives. It's not just we will have them once and that's it. Oh, I have, I have goodness. I'm, I'm, I'm done. No, no. It says increasing. These are things that will continue to grow. Interestingly, the characters that are mentioned here are also known as the fruit of the Spirit, as mentioned in Galatians chapter 5. In Galatians chapter 5, he mentions the fruit of the Spirit. They are God's character being displayed in our lives. And here it says, make sure you have these characters, the same characteristics of the Holy Spirit. What I like about this verse is, it reminds us of our responsibility. Can we go back again? Verse 5. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith. Make every effort. Make every effort. It's like my neighbor providing the tools and we saying, hey, thank you for the chainsaw, but how is this tree going to go down? Like, you know, it's like saying, thanks for the chainsaw, but we refuse to use it. It's like, what? Yes, God provided all those things, but it reminds us of our responsibility. It reminds us of what we need to do. I was mentioning this this morning. To, to the most part, uh, health care is free in Canada. Right? To the most part. Let's not go into the details. And education up to grade 12, to the most part, is free. It is available. The government has provided those tools for us. But it's still our responsibility to get up and go to school. It's still our responsibility to find a doctor, to make appointments, to show up for appointments, to check up all the things that need to be. It is our responsibility. Just because the tools are provided doesn't mean the results are guaranteed. God has provided us with everything we need. With everything we need. 
if we are going to have these characters, but we have to put an effort. This is not work for salvation. This is practicing what the Holy Spirit is teaching us. We need to work. Jesus called the Holy Spirit, I will send you a help. Right? He said, I will send you a help. I will send you a help. When do we need a help? When we have something to do. We have responsibility to do. He is our help. So he provided, God has provided the tool for us, but we still have to put every effort to add into these characteristics. Let's talk about them quickly, uh, one by one. The first one, without no doubt, is faith. Is faith. Uh, there's three kinds of faith. Uh, the first one is our salvation faith, the one that we saved with. Uh, the second one is uh, the gift of faith, uh, which is the, the gift of the Spirit. The third one is the living faith. And in my humble opinion, I think he's talking about either the first one or the third one. It's about we need to have salvation faith because we can't talk about building those things unless we have relationship with God. So faith is the beginning. Faith is the first one. By the way, the way uh, Peter lists them are in order as well. He literally said, add to faith goodness. Add to goodness knowledge. He continues to tell us that one comes after another one. So the first one is faith. Not only it could be our salvation faith, the way we were saved, but also the way we live our life. Trusting God. Having faith in the Lord. It's really crucial for a Christian to depend on God to produce any of the characters that God wants us to produce. So faith is not only salvation it's also the way we conduct our day-to-day -day life. Trusting in God. Having, having faith in the Lord. God will enable me to succeed in these things. God will give me the grace. God will give me the courage, the ability. That faith is crucial and is really important for any characters to be built. The first one is faith. Faith by itself is a character. It's the way we live our lives. The second one, after faith, he says, add goodness. Goodness. To faith, add goodness. See, goodness is your heart, your intention, why you do what you do. It's not about the action. It's about the motivation. One more goodness. When somebody is good, his intentions are good. His actions might be wrong sometimes. He might make a mistake. She might make a mistake. But the, what drives the person, that intent is good. It says, make sure there is goodness in you. Make sure there is goodness in you. See, just because we came to Christ doesn't mean right away that every motivation of our life changed. Doesn't mean that it changed right away. There's a story in the New Testament of a person called Simon who was uh, uh, basically a um, Satan worshiper. And, and uh, he would have, like, he was, like, he was into the witchcraft. So Philip and, and them went to that town and to Samaria, preached the gospel, and this guy was really touched. He said, oh, God is really real. I want to give my heart to him. I want to give my heart to Jesus. And he accepted Christ. And then a few days later, Peter and John showed up to that town. And they laid their hands. People started getting filled with the Holy Spirit. And he looked out at this and he said, hmm, I want to have that power. Because when I was in the world, I was famous in what I do with the witchcraft stuff. See, he knew Christ now. His knowledge is right, but his goodness hasn't developed. His intent was still mixed. It was still bad. So he approached Peter and John. He said, I will give you money. I'll give you money. Just give me that power. 
whatever, whatever you, do, you just did, give me that power. And instead of you, let me just put my hand. People receive that spirit. And I'll, I'll, I'll pay for it. And Peter rebuked, rebuked him, the Bible says. Your heart is evil, he said to him. Just because we came to the Lord doesn't necessarily mean right away our intentions might change. Are you guys with me? So he said, make sure to faith you add goodness. Make sure you check your heart and the intent of your heart, your motivation, the way you deal with people or the way you deal with me is good. Make sure there is goodness in you. To goodness, he says, add knowledge. He says, add knowledge. Now, goodness has a lot to do with your heart. Knowledge has a lot to do with your mind. And uh, knowing why you do what you do is really important. Knowing the word of God is really important. Being present knowledge-wise is really important. Being aware and having awareness of the things of God is really important. It's really important. So the Bible says, to goodness, make sure you add knowledge. Make sure you increase in your knowledge as well. Let us not be lazy Christians. Let us not be lazy Christians who found Christ and are settling just for finding Christ. And doesn't want to know anything more about him. Doesn't want to know anything deeper about him. Yes, study the scripture. Yes, study the word of God. Yes, make sure you are knowledgeable. Make sure you have knowledge of how you live this life. How you communicate. How you talk. Having an understanding of things. It is also a character. And then to knowledge, it says self-control. I love how he's building this up, by the way. Self-control without knowledge is dangerous. Like, you know, when you don't know, what are you controlling? Because everything seems right before you. Everything seems right before you. But once you have that knowledge, you say, have self-control. There is a verse in Proverbs that says, A stronger is a man who controls his spirit than one who controls the city. The hardest person to control is me. And, uh, and in a society, you can't control people. I think we live in a time and date where we want to censor everyone. Don't say that. Don't say this. Like we want to control everyone. We want to control everyone. We want to control the media. We want to control what people say around us. But you can't control all that all the time. We have no control what people say, what people think, and what people's intent are. The only person the Bible tells us we have control on and we should have control on is self. We should have self-control. We should have self-control. We should not react to things. We should not react to emotions. We should have self-control. Controlling our own spirit. Controlling our own desire. Controlling. That's discipline. That's discipline, by the way. Discipline. The word discipleship comes from discipline as well. So being a disciple, having self-control is also godly character. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So I want you to understand this when we talk about this. Um, this is not, hey, you have to have self-control. Hey, you have to have this. You have to have faith. You have to have uh, goodness. So do, you, do everything by yourself. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is God has provided the tools. God has provided everything we need for you to have faith. He has provided everything we need for you to be good, for me to have self-control. God has provided everything for us. It's us who take those grace, that spirit, that enables us to do those things and put them into practice. After self-control, he says, 
perseverance. Perseverance is to continue to, uh, to continue to do something in spite of the surrounding. In spite of the challenges that comes your way, the ability to continue until the end, to push until the end. And perseverance is characteristics. See, he gives us everything we need for life and godliness. We need this perseverance in life and in godliness. We need to persevere in life and in our relationship with God. Perseverance is seeing the end. Continue to serve God. Continue to pray. Continue to walk with God. Continue to love on people. Continue to grow. That to persevere is really a key character that every believer must have and should have. And continue to increase. Hallelujah. May God give us perseverance. Amen. Amen. Jesus said to, to the one who perseveres. I will give a crown of righteousness. So perseverance is not only a character that we need here. We need it in order to be receiving a crown, in order, in order to receive a reward from God. See, these characters, all of them are have reward, by the way. Our salvation guarantees our entrance into God's kingdom, but this character's growth really guarantees the reward God gives us when we get to heaven. I don't know what that reward could be for all of them, but definitely this is our spiritual growth God wants to see in our life while we're still on earth. All right. To perseverance, it says add godliness. Add godliness. All the characters I talked about so far, maybe, maybe except for faith, anybody can have them. Anybody can work hard and have them to some extent. And people have good morals. Some people have uh, good self-control. They're more disciplined than we are. As Jesus said, uh, the people in the world can be more wise than we are, more knowledgeable than we are. But what makes a difference is godliness. Godliness is being a spiritual, having a God-like character. It's being, having that kindness. It's having that God character within us. It's not just about, hey, I want to have, like, you know, self um, self-help characters or i want to be good i want to have knowledge i want to have self-control i want to persevere so i can succeed in life so i can make it to the top that's not what it is this is godliness comes in to change the desire and the the purpose of these characters godliness is important being spiritual having a godly godliness interest in us is also really important to godliness he says add mutual affection Mutual affection. Another word for this is respect. Another word for this is kindness. Um, and uh, another word for this is actually charity as well. What it means is to have mutual affection is caring for one another. Uh, being respectful of one another. Um, uh, being able to be generous with one another. Mutual affection is also a character that we get to grow into. You know, you see people when they become selfless and they make life about other people. That's what mutual affection means. It's not just about uh, self-preservation. It's not just about what benefits me, what gets me to where I want to go. It's about, hey, how can I serve other people? How can I benefit other people? How can I make other people's life better? And that is mutual affection, having a mutual affection. And on top of that, it says, add love. I told you, when Peter wrote this, he meant it in order. 
Because there is no higher character than love. When we mature, the highest place we can get to is being a loving person. Because when you love, when you walk in love, when you love God and when you love people, you actually perfected the characteristics of God. We display who God is. Love is not just uh, the, the cherry on top. It is the essence of what makes God what. He is moved by, God, by love. Why did Jesus come and die on the cross? Because he is love. Why does God still choose to be with us? Because he is love. Why is Jesus coming back to earth again? Which we will talk about in a few weeks. Because God is love. Everything he does comes because of these characteristics of God. He is love. And as we grow, as we be grow, we become a loving man, a loving woman. Hallelujah. 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 So he says, make sure you add faith to faith, goodness to goodness, knowledge to knowledge, self-control to self-control, perseverance to perseverance, godliness to godliness, mutual affection. And he says to mutual affection, make sure you add love. If you do this, he says, verse 10. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. He said, this is how your salvation is confirmed. If you are really saved, these are the characters that will be displayed in your life. If the, fruit, if the root is right, the fruit will be right. If there is a root, there will be a fruit. So he say, if you are saved, your salvation is confirmed if you have these things. And if you are rich in these things... If you have these things, your entrance into the kingdom of God will be great. Let's read verse 11. It says, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The Bible says godly character, the Bible says godly character not only beneficial on this earth, it's also beneficial in the coming world. So here it says, some people are, this is how I see it by the way. Some people are going to heaven like this. Ah, ooh, I just made it. I just made it. You know, I'm not going to, I made it to heaven. And some people are walking into heaven, like, you know, everybody clapping for them. Yeah, I'm here. I made it. We had a marathon run this, uh, this September for a foundation. I didn't run. It was actually 5K. Sorry, it's not a marathon. <laughs> Betty was there. And uh, in this run, like people run, and then when, like the professionals, when they finish, you know they're professionals. They come and like you know, I made it, like you know, and then like those people who just running for the first time, second time, they you know they're just making it. They're just on the ground, on the ground. I just made it. And here it says some people are walking in like that, like you know, I just made it with a struggle, with with just I believed in Jesus, but I struggled my entire life. And some people, he says, those who have these things in increasing measure, the way they come in is like rich. Say, we will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom. Everybody's like, welcome. Well done, my son. You did it right. So these characters are not just about living Christ right on this earth. It's also making sure that our salvation is confirmed, that our entrance into the kingdom of God is worthy of our life. Amen. Can we stand up and pray together? Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you have benefited. 
If you want to let us know that you're listening or you want to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram at jfc.church. I hope you will have a wonderful week. Stay blessed.